Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Speaking of being a mom, was it difficult for you? Yep, it's difficult for a lot of people. This is 720 WGN. Uh, we were all talking about an article and is Stacy Stacy is your last name Kalino or Kalino? Kalino. Kalino. Stacy Kalino wrote an article for Nat Geo for National Geographic. She's an award-winning writer and she specializes in health and fitness and psychology and nutrition. And it captured everyone's eyes. So now people have picked up that article and kind of woven it into their own piece and talked about it. And it really has to do with fertility. Why did you choose this topic to dive into? Well, I've written a lot about fertility in recent years, Lisa, and um, particularly the male side of the equation. And it's interesting because when a couple has trouble getting pregnant, it's automatically assumed that it's the woman's issue. And that's actually not the case. And recent studies have found that a fairly low percentage of people, men, men and women, understand how much female fertility in particular goes down as women get older. And so it was kind of newsworthy. I also know a lot of people who have been grappling with this and we're really surprised to discover how much age is a factor. And you talked to someone in reproduction for the, well, actually works at the Center for Fertility and Reproductive Medicine here at Northwestern in Chicago, and yep. they they just said the average age for women, you know, looking to get pregnant is obviously gotten higher. I, I didn't look in it. I didn't even think about it until my, you know, early 30s. And by mid 30s, I had lost my fertility due to endometrial carcinoma. Uh, so oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, adoption has blessed me with the best human being and the best son I could ever have ever hoped for. So it's a beautiful ending. But it's always of interest to me because had I known, I would have thought, well, maybe I should be looking at this. But I don't think you do. You automatically kind of assume that it's natural and you're probably going to be able to have a baby when you want. And that's not the case, is it? And that is absolutely true. And the other thing is we spend so much of our reproductive lives trying not to get pregnant. Yes. <laughs> so when we decide we want to get pregnant, we want it to happen immediately. And yeah. it just doesn't. All those years I thought, oh, man, I hope I'm not pregnant. Oh, man, I'm not ready for this. That's right. <laughs> then it's like, wait, I want to get pregnant. So um, one of the things that you were addressing is that women have, you know, when our bodies are most able to get pregnant, maybe we are not ready for it. And then when we're ready for it, our bodies are like, no, you missed that window. That's right. That's right. So there's kind of a slippery slope from um, the, the time when we're most fertile as women is between the late teens and the late 20s. And then at age 30, it, fertility starts to decline. And then it takes a more precipitous drop at 35. And people are waiting longer to start families, whether it's because they wait longer to get married or find a partner or they're invested in their career or education. There's a whole host of factors that are pushing the age later, but it doesn't always work. And what are some of the numbers? Because I think after age 35, don't they identify it in many circles as a geriatric pregnancy? 
They don't call it that anymore. <laughs> well, they but, used to, didn't yeah, they? <laughs> I, they did, absolutely. And that was just so insulting. So they ditched that terminology, but they still consider it a higher risk pregnancy. Yeah, what's interesting, I've had two nieces in the past five years that both gave birth after age 40 and did so successfully and without IVF. Um, so it does happen, but you're right, it requires a little more care. Yes, and monitoring and all of that, yeah. So why is it that we never look at men when, when it comes to fertility issues? Why is it always the woman first? I don't know. That's a really good question. It may be partly because the woman is the one who's carrying it, so she must be the problem. Um, It could also be because, well, I think that's the main reason. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main reason. Um, But the fact is, research has found that when it comes to a couple having trouble getting pregnant, about one-third of the cases are due to male infertility, one-third are due to female fertility problems, and the other third is a combination of the two. Stacey Colino is an award-winning writer. She specializes in health, fitness, psychology, nutrition. She's writing about fertility for National Geographic. What do you want to say to women who are listening that you've learned through your research and your writing and what you do when it comes to fertility and taking advantage of those those times that, you know, you are most fertile or most likely easiest easiest times to have a baby to get pregnant? Well, a couple things. One is um, when you're ready to try to get pregnant, really look at your lifestyle closely, consume a healthy diet, manage your weight, exercise regularly, but not to excess. Stay away from all forms of smoke, even secondhand smoke. Try to uh, mitigate or manage stress. One of the things that um, came out of a related article that I wrote for National Geographic about um, egg freezing is that the optimal time for egg freezing is by age 35 as well. So if you're not ready to settle down and have a kid because you're developing this high-powered career, you're very devoted to it, or you're um, going to graduate school, you might want to consider freezing your eggs before it's too late. I know some people who have done that. I find it very interesting. It wasn't an option available when I went through my surgery. So you can freeze eggs that are unfertilized. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the younger you do it, the healthier they are. It is not inexpensive. That is the hitch. Mm. And so it may be cost cost prohibitive for some people, but actually some... um, employers are now offering that as a perk interesting that's that's something yeah and and are there environmental factors that that you know work against us when it comes to getting pregnant absolutely for men and women and the primary culprits here are the so-called endocrine disrupting chemicals that are pretty much everywhere in our modern world. So to the extent that you can avoid those or minimize your exposure, the better it is for your fertility and your overall reproductive health. So stay away from pesticides. Um, Try to minimize plastic in your life. Um, I wrote a book a couple of years ago. I co-authored a book called Countdown, which has lots of resources in the back of the book about how to protect yourself from all these chemicals that could take a toll on your fertility. And um, in the course of working with Shauna Swan, my co-author on the book, and doing all the research for it, 
I completely revamped my personal habits and the habits in our home, even though I'm done having kids. But it's just, the chemicals are everywhere and they're not good for us. The forever chemicals, we've talked about them a lot on this show and the impact, especially that they've had on women and women of childbearing age. Well, uh, tell everybody where they can go read your article. So it's on National Geographic um, on the website. It's uh, probably behind a paywall, so you may have to subscribe. But there's so much good contact there that um, I hardly, I don't work for National Geographic all the time. Um, (laughs) I'm freelance. But it's nationalgeographic.com. And they did a whole series on fertility-related issues, and um, they have gotten a lot of traction with these articles. Absolutely, because it affects so many people. Thank you for joining us. That's Stacey Colino. Uh, check out her article. Check out her books if fertility is an issue, because if it's an issue for... You know, one woman, it's an issue for her family and her mother and her parents and her siblings. So it's kind of just like throwing a, a pebble in a pond. There are a lot of ripples that affect a lot of people.